Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Don't forget to hit the uh, thumbs up, like button for Sonny. Every time you hit the like button, Angel gets his wings, Sonny smiles. Anyways, I don't know. Have some fun. Again, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Let me lower this camera. Sorry. There we go. Oh, anyways. Today is June 7th. I almost said it was Monday, but it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday, June 7th. This is your daily financial news. A lot of exciting things going on today. Let me put you down, Sonny. Uh, So first, we got to talk about not a hurricane, not a super bad feeling. Now we have the fire and ice economy. Man, these these, uh, talking heads on TV are getting extra creative to describe what is going on in the economy. What they are talking about, folks, in my opinion, is exactly what you and I have been talking about for the last 60, possibly 90 days. We have part of the economy that is doing quite well. Think about the top 30% partying like it is 1999. And we have the other 70% of our economy getting smashed by inflation. The fire and ice economy has a full uh, employment at 3.6%, wages at 5.2%, but yet inflation, we shall see on Friday, certainly over 8%, if not actually double digits, once you correct for rent, rent equivalent. Again, fire and ice economy is real. It is going to be this way for a while. It is also why I still firmly believe that we will have 2022 being the year of stagflation, high inflation, low growth, and the recession, the hard landing, the real pain starts next year. That is a, that's not fun to say because there's a lot of pain going on right now. And to say that the real pain starts next year, that kind of gives me shivers. But what I believe, you can go and see my whiteboard presentation on the next two years on the playlist. Next, we have yet another company pre-announcing. This one happens to be Target. Obviously, Target had a horrible earnings announcement, 42% increase in inventory, I believe. They are now canceling orders, and they are going to be slashing prices. Their expected margin went from about 6 to 2%. I suspect that their stock will be getting hammered, and it would not shock me if Walmart goes the same direction. Folks, We talked about this in December. We should have moved Christmas from December to June or July. This is what I was talking about. Companies were double and triple ordering. It was all getting smashed at the docks. This was 100% predictable. This is what I thought would happen. Bingo, bango, six months later, here we are. Next up, again, I am calling for a real estate crash in transactions, not in price. We got Redfin. Redfin put out some numbers for last month. You can just go to redfin.com. That's what I did. Here are the numbers. Transactions for the month. 
Median price. Transactions in median price. Do you want to guess how up or down either were? I'll give you a second. Why don't we do price first? Let me turn the page over. Median price. Median price for the month. 15.3% up. Again, the median price went up. The Fed broke housing. Yes, we have more listings and more price cuts. But when the Fed breaks housing, we lose the low end. The move-up buyers aren't around. Median price goes up. Median price is going to go up and is going to shock lots of people. It does not mean the housing market is healthy. But yet, math and median price happens. Now, what about transactions? I have been calling for transactions to crash. I have been calling transactions to crash actually being a great thing for investors. I want a real estate transaction crash. It's going to allow me to find motivated sellers more often. What did Redfin report for transactions for the month? Where is it? There it is. 11.8% down. Folks, the crash has started. We are down 11.8%. These are closings. It has just started. It is going to get worse from here. This is what I'm telling you. We are going to see a crash in transactions of at least 25% this year, at least 50% peak to trough. This is what I've been telling you. It is all good news. Buyers have the power. Don't get enamored or confused with the median price going up. It's irrelevant to every single one of you except 500 economists around the country. It just doesn't matter. Transactions going down is meaningful. We have demand destruction, supply destruction, cancellations, all kinds of stuff. We are going to find sellers who give up, that want out. And we're going to find sellers who have wish pricing and don't want to move. It's okay. We will figure this out together. You don't need the market to crash in price to find a great deal. And my students know that. They are doing it every day. Next. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. This, again, I have no skin in the fight around student loans. I've already paid mine off. My daughter didn't take any. But, again, student loans, payments are going to be delayed again. He's decided he's not... Remember when President Biden said he was going to decide in the next 30 or 60 days? He's delaying it again. It's getting closer and closer to November. Instead of talking about 10000 or 50000 or all of it, if we do not fix the underlying problem of student loans, it is a stupid idea. Student loans, the closer I look at it, are just like subprime loans for real estate. Subprime loans for real estate were given to people that really couldn't qualify. The fact that we are allowing students to take out fifty, a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars in debt that they have to pay off that they can't get rid of through bankruptcy is criminal. The system is broken. We have to do it better. Education is the path to a better future, no doubt, but it also is an anchor for too many. We have to fix the student loan, I'll call it program or process or whatever you want to call it. Simply giving 10000 or whatever it will be off in October so you buy votes in November 
if that becomes a yearly or every two years or four years things, that is a sad state of affairs. Fix the process, the program. If we're just going to give up debt but not fix the underlying program, that is unfortunate. And then lastly, the top three competitive markets. I have been hearing from some of you about these markets, and I did not appreciate it. I've been hearing from some of you about this state, and I didn't appreciate it. The state I'm about to talk to has all three most competitive markets. Most competitive markets mean listing and offers, right? It's that ratio. Let me make sure I get it. So I've talked about Texas. I've talked about Florida. I have not talked about Colorado. Colorado, shout out Colorado. If you are investing in Colorado, I had no idea because I only know one market. I had no idea that Colorado had the most competitive markets. Here are the top three going backwards, three, two, one. Number three, Denver, Colorado. Number two, Aurora, Colorado. And the most competitive market in the country, also in Colorado, is Littleton, Colorado. Who knew? I had no idea. Colorado for the win, the most competitive markets out there. Uh, what else do we got going on? Uh, we got the 10-year note above 3%. I think mortgage rates are going to go up. They had two weeks of ticking down. I think they're going to go up. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, Nancy Pelosi. Got to love Nancy Pelosi. She's out trading stocks again. Uh, she's buying options. Or actually, I shouldn't say she. Her husband is buying call options on Apple and Microsoft. I thought we were going to have politicians not trade stocks. Didn't we... Talk about that. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Nancy didn't want to do that. Jeremy Grantham talking about the greatest bubble again. He, I watched the interview. I copied five. I, took, I wrote down five quotes or five themes that I thought were interesting. Number one, sidestepping some of the pain of a bear market makes a big difference in your portfolio. How many people over the last six months have said, I'm going to diamond hand this. I'm going to hold forever. Jeremy, Dim J Jeremy Diamond. Jeremy Grantham points out that sometimes if you can see a bear market coming, get out of the way, get in lower, it can be very helpful for your returns, a la timing the market a little. But I think having a plan and getting in and out is a plan, a price point is very, very helpful. Number two. The last two years are a clear sign of a bubble. We had mania in the stock market. We had too much easy money. We had meme stocks, crypto, NFTs, all go to the moon. Gambling, that's what it was. It was gambling and momentum. Not a sign of a healthy market. Number three, we rained money down on people. The COVID bailouts, whether it be PPP or unemployment or STEMI checks or all the other stuff. We gave out lots and lots of money. And a lot of that money went into momentum stocks. Inflation is entrenched and broader than people expect. Inflation has worked its way into wages. We have 3.6% unemployment. We have almost two job openings for every um, unemployed. It is unhealthy for labor and our supply shocks, more specifically raw materials. 
We are seeing a world that is not functioning. And a lot of it is in the wrong place, not being consumed. And then finally, our global system is showing stress. There's more and more countries saying, I, we are not sending this out. We are keeping this in-house. Uh, I think it was India recently with, um, I don't know, was it wheat or something? Again, more and more countries are saying, we can't ship this. We must keep this inside. There's a lot of deglobalization going on, being very um, causing havoc in our supply chains. I don't know if you saw this, but it looks like the Texas Attorney General is suing Twitter. I thought this was odd. Basically, he's coming out uh, saying that uh, Twitter has uh, inflated their user count and charging too much with bogus users, basically pointing at the bots. I don't know for sure, but this certainly feels like Texas doing Elon a favor to basically say, hey, I'm going to cancel my deal or get a much, much better price. I think Twitter is a wounded animal. Not only is Texas saying bots is a problem, but if I was advertising on Twitter, I would be having a, I would be getting a reduced rate because our bots 5%, 8% or 20%. If you can't answer that question authoritatively and with uh, scientific proof, you're guessing. And then the last, I guess, two more things. Uh, Black Knight had some data about April housing. They talked about uh, housing price increases cooling off. Uh, if you go back to March, it was over 20%. Uh, April now under 20%. That is what I think happens the rest of the year. These double-digit increases that you see here, right here, 15.3, I think those stay positive. They just go down. I think we end the year, the December number, 4 or 5%. Still positive, still a broken housing market, still price drops, all this stuff. It's just because we lost the low end. And again, I think by December, transactions, down, down, down. I think QT, quantitative tightening, has yet to truly impact interest rates. I think those are going up. I think the housing market is going to be a mess for a while. So again, like, subscribe, comment. Let me know what you think. If you want to take a guess about CPI on Friday, feel free. I love to see what people are thinking. I'm going to go 8.5. Expectation is 8.2. So if you want to do over, under, go for it. Uh, but before we wrap this up, let's congratulate three people. Three people for doing the work. Marshall, congratulations. Marshall, I was supposed to send this out Sunday. I forgot. So here you go. Justin, same with you. Yours was supposed to go out Sunday. I forgot. I will send it out today. And then Corey, congratulations. I think you got a 22 or 28 unit apartment building. I think it was listed for one, two. You got it for 900 or just under 900. That is doing the work. Congratulations. Great yield. You're the man. Again, Marshall, Justin, and Corey, your cards will go out in the mail. I am so proud of you. If you want to be a part of this, remember our goal. We are going for 500 by December 31st going to be fun. Let's see what happens. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.